He taught them as one having authority and not as one of the scribes. Um, the great grace of doing a baptism yesterday, the baby is actually here at Mass right now, so if that baby wouldn't mind crying to identify itself, I'm just, <laughs> just joking. Uh, but baptisms are a great joy as a priest, you know, kind of being a spiritual father in that moment uh, to that child, that little soul, uh, to that family. There's two anointings that are associated with a baptism. Maybe it's been a while since you've witnessed one or were baptized yourself. But there's an anointing before, just at the base of the neck, it's symbolic of that breastplate of Christ. Right? That as long as we're with him, uh, there should be no fear of evil, of sin, uh, of danger. Right? And then the second one happens after the baptism itself. And it's with the sacred chrism, you know, which centuries ago was used to crown kings and queens. Right? Still today, it's used to ordain priests, right? Even the, the sacrament of confirmation. So you take that and you put it in a little cross on top of the child's head, right? And it smells amazing, tons of herbs and, and spices in that oil. And this is the prayer uh, that the priest prays when putting that second one on. He says, the God of power and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ has freed you from sin, given you a new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and welcomed you into his holy people. He now anoints you with the chrism of salvation. As Christ was anointed priest, prophet, and king, so may you live always as a member of his body, sharing everlasting life. So that first half, it's, it's telling what just happened to this child. Their sins were forgiven them, that original sin. New birth by water and the Holy Spirit, right? That very gateway into the life of God welcomed into his holy people. They are now members of the body of Jesus, of his church. But that second line is the one I want to kind of focus on for a bit this morning. As Christ was anointed priest, prophet, and king, so may you live as priest, prophet, and king. It's kind of what our readings are about all this morning. The idea of being a prophet, that by our baptism, you and I are called uh, to be prophets. But I think when we hear that word, often we, we think of the distant or remote past, right? Maybe of ancient Israel, of those patriarchs doing mighty works, Noah building and riding on a boat through a big storm, right? Moses parting the Red Sea, coming down the mountain a few times with the Ten Commandments. When really, although those are prophets, at its base, a prophet is simply someone who proclaims the good news. That often looks to the past of what God has told his people. And the prophet reminds themselves and those around them of that truth, of how to live. And then by that witness, uh, they call others to integrity. Right? But our culture, especially these days, um, certainly tells us that we don't need prophets anymore. Right? That heaven is guaranteed, everyone goes there. Right? The devil and hell do not exist, shouldn't fear them. Live your truth, do what you feel is good, as long as you tolerate others, right? And let them do their thing. The church today reminds us that you and I are called to be prophets, and that we are called to be prophets in this time exactly, right? That we've been baptized in the now for a reason, and God has willed it so. I shared that briefly yesterday with this family, that this little girl, from all of eternity, the Lord has desired that exact moment where water was poured over her head. Right? He knew that moment. He loved her. Right? 
As Christ has anointed you priest, prophet, and king, so may you live as priest, prophet, and king for everlasting life. Prophets aren't really meant to be large or dramatic figures or acts, miracles, relegated to the mystic past, but they are meant to be in the now. Right? They are meant to be joyful witnesses to the gospel. I mean, that's our Holy Father's whole shtick, right? Be joyful witnesses of the gospel. And by that witness, to proclaim that heaven is real, but it is not guaranteed. Right? That the devil and hell do exist. And what you do or do not do matters especially in how you love your neighbor. We remind ourselves of this call right, uh, constantly. Every time we enter church, use the holy water with our right hands, right, making the sign of the cross. We're recalling in that moment our baptism, right, what happened here all those years ago, but how even going through the motions uh, that could become. Right? So today, by our profession of faith, by the earnest desire of our hearts, by the sign of the cross we'll make when leaving the church with the holy water, Let's allow the Lord to convulse us to life, right, to shake us as he did that possessed man, embracing once again that baptismal call uh, to proclaim, to love, and to be like him.